Hi, everybody, and welcome to I Didn't Sign Up For This, Episode 4. Before we get started, I, of course, have a little bit of site business I want to take care of, um, talking about where you can find the podcast. Of course, all of your regular um, podcast platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, etc. There's also an RSS feed that you can enter into your favorite podcast app. Um, the one I use is called Stitcher, <laughs> but I've also used Beyond Pod and Podcast Addict, things like that. And you can go to add a podcast and just type in or copy and paste the RSS feed that you'll find on the Facebook page. Speaking of which, the Facebook page where I, I post all the relevant news and coming soons and stuff like that. Um, that address is facebook.com slash IDSUFT podcast. So go check that out. Say hi. Um, leave me a message. Leave me a question or a comment or something like that. Something else I'm looking for. Um, you know, I have a lot of I didn't sign up for this is, but I'm always looking for someone else's perspective. So if you have a good story that could fall under, I didn't sign up for this, and it can be parenting, it can be just living your life, it can be adulting, all the crap that we didn't know came with being an adult that we did not sign up for. Whatever it is, vent, cry, swear, express joy, whatever, let it out, tell me about it. I'll read it on the podcast, or if you want to leave me a, a voice message, I can play it on the podcast. Either way, I want to thank, I've gotten some really good positive feedback from people I know, so that's, I mean, that's awesome, and I love it, and thank you guys so much for taking the time to just shoot me a quick message telling me that you're enjoying it. I really, really, really appreciate it. I'd love to hear from people I don't know. If you are if you have just found us or if someone has recommended the podcast to you, take a minute, fly over to the Facebook page and say hello. I, I'd love to meet you, get to know you virtually. You can ask questions. You can get to know me. Let me get to know you. What do you want to hear from me? What are some other topics we could talk about? Um, for those of you who know me, what have you always wanted to ask me? I can't promise I'll answer you, depending on how appropriate it is, but now's your chance. Let's get to it. Ask me those questions. Over the past three episodes, I've talked a lot about how your perceptions and expectations change after you become the parent of a different child. You know, while to me, it's all about being honest and relating like even the most difficult emotions and thought processes I've gone through, can be seen as more of a negative viewpoint. Now that is not how I mean it at all. Because, you know, there ain't nothing in the world that would make me change any one of my children to be easier, or anything other than who and what they are. Because to me, it's partially their unique differences. And yeah, even their difficulties that make them so special. They wouldn't be the amazing people that I believe they are if they didn't have Asperger's or Down syndrome. That's because it makes up part of who they are. And you know what? Who they are, even my supposedly normal child, is truly, truly, truly amazing. So 
um, my hope is that what you've listened to over the past month hasn't seemed to you to be negative because that's not how I see it. It it's thought provoking and it's challenging for me to work through these issues and figure out how to be the best parent each of my four kids needs. But it isn't negative except well, well except for the getting hurt part. That that's kind of negative. That said, Today, I wanted to talk about something that everyone can view as very, very positive. Again, I'm going to focus on Henry here because this is much more observable in him. You see, it's like for Henry, every single emotion that you and I have normally is magnified like to the power of five or ten. I mean, it's like exponential. What we would define as being upset comes out in Henry more like the world is ending. So I'm going to pull off both of our skin until whatever it is stops. And what we would define as happiness comes out in Henry as uncontrollable joy. On my blog, I've always tried to set aside the month of October to mark Down Syndrome Awareness Month. I try to share different writings from organizations like the National Down Syndrome Society and the National Association for Down Syndrome about language usage and understanding what Down Syndrome is and more importantly, what it isn't. And I write a lot about life with Henry. I use him as an example, like, um, have you ever wondered thus and so? Well, if you look at Henry, you'll see why that is or isn't. Like, for example, the whole tongue thing. People with Down syndrome can tend to have their tongues hanging out sometime. I'm sure you've noticed it. Those of us who don't understand it, that you can see it and think, oh, that, that, that that is dull or slow, and that's not it at all. It's because people with Down syndrome tend to have smaller mouths, and their tongues are too big. Plus, you add in very low muscle tone in the oral area, and unless they're really concentrating on it, it can just simply be difficult to do. So it's not because people with Down syndrome are too lazy to keep their tongues in their mouths. It's because from a musculature standpoint, it can be hard. I like to share things like that because it can take something that's unusual and perhaps uncomfortable to the gen pop, well, gen pop. <laughs> My husband was a prison guard for a number of years. And um, we kind of now refer to other people or the rest of them. Our shorthand for that is gen pop. So it can take something that's unusual or maybe uncomfortable to the gen pop and explain it in an understandable way. And it hopefully makes it less uncomfortable. Because like every other damn thing in the world, if you understand it, it's not scary anymore. Anyway, off topic, I am. If you ask people who don't know someone with Down syndrome to describe what emotions come to mind when they think about Down syndrome, there are going to be a lot of different answers. You're going to get words like disappointment, um, can't, won't, loss, sad, um, things like that. Words with a more negative connotation. Unfortunately, if you don't have experience with it, very often you don't have a positive reaction to it. However, those of us who do have experience can share a multitude of words and emotions and experiences and viewpoints that are incredibly positive. In fact, you probably get as many different words as you would people you asked. <laughs> 
for me, the word is joy. Not because that's what I experienced when I learned of Henry's extra chromosome. Unfortunately, I took the more traveled road of negative stereotypes at that time. The word came as I grew to know who Henry was, as he shared who he was with us, as he grew and showed us what Down syndrome means for him. And let me tell you something, this joy is and was unlike any understanding of joy I had ever previously had. It isn't dependent on any outside force or about material gain or stuff like that. It was simple and pure. It's like this unadulterated joy just in being alive, in other people smiling and laughing, in music, in the way he can move his arms and legs, just in living. Don't misunderstand me, though. I'm not saying that the don'ts and the won'ts and the loss don't exist. They do. There is frustration and disappointment and stress in that diagnosis, just like in any other diagnosis. I'm not saying the negative doesn't exist. I'm just saying that it's outweighed by the unexpected and the unknown positives that show up after the fact. Honestly, either ask someone who has a child with Down syndrome or someone who really knows a person with Down syndrome. They will tell you that they've truly been changed by that person and they will never be the same. They can't look at the world the same way anymore and they can't take things for granted or misplace their priorities. So this is what I want to share with you today. Joy, like you've, <laughs> like I've never known. Um, the one, one thing I always want to talk about um, on my blog in every October is um, the capacity for uncontrollable joy in children like mine. I'm not saying every child, every person with Down syndrome is just a big ball of joy and always happy and fun, even though that is the stereotype. Y you'll hear that very often if you ask people who don't have any experience people with Down syndrome or very, very minimal experience, you'll get a response like, oh, they're just, they're always so happy. They're always smiling and laughing and they're not, they're not sad. They're just happy all the time. And let me tell you, that's a big ball of hooey because they're people, they're human beings and they have complex emotions just like every other human being. They can be moody they can be pissy, they can be stubborn, just ask Henry, they can be angry, they, they can be everything, because they're human people. But I think what people notice, though, is that when they are happy, when they are filled with joy, it's much more tangible than it is in the gen pop, because they don't try to control it or they can't control, I don't know which it is, can't or won't. They just let their joy consume them. So when they are happy, they seem to be happier a lot of times. Like I said, you know, from a very early age, and even now, uh, Henry has this inability to temper his joy. He, it, it isn't something he can control. When he's happy about something, it's huge infectious and all-consuming and um, you know it has the typical happy face smiles and giggles and all that all of us have 
to a, and he's got, um, it goes all the way to a full body expression that actually can end up injuring someone if they aren't prepared. Henry doesn't understand boundaries or the appropriate expression of an emotion with other people. So when he's filled with joy, it consumes his whole body and he has to share it. And he'll share it with who's ever closest. And that can mean full body hugs that he can't release when the time is appropriate. So he's hanging on to you and he's hanging on to you and he might bring you to the floor because you'll lose your balance and he'll just take you to the floor and he can't release that hug. And he might grab your hair and he can't open up his fists to let it go because the joy and the excitement is so overwhelming that the fists just stay closed. Hitting, you know, kicking, headbutting, the whole nine yards. But none of it is malicious. He's not doing it to be painful or to hurt you. He's doing it because he's so overcome with the positive emotion of joy or excitement that he can no longer control his muscular response to it. But, if you know, if you know what to expect and you're prepared for it, watching Henry experience joy, the most exhilarating thing I've ever experienced. Now, I know with this particular episode, I am going to have to share pictures on the Facebook page. There aren't words to adequately express how he manifests joy. You know, I can use words and say, yeah, well, his eyes disappear and the smile spreads so far across his face that his face almost disappears, too. But unless you see it, you're not going to get it. So I will put pictures up on the Facebook page and you should look at it under Behind the Microphone, Episode 4, Visual Aids, and they will be there. Back when he was tiny, I, I remember certain things. I'm sure from all of you parents out there or even, you know, just everyone, you've all had moments when you're overcome by love for someone or something and you just think your head's going to explode because it's more than you can, like you can't physically contain it. So one day I'm watching him and he must have been, he was sitting up, so I'm going to say around a year old. Uh, He was sitting on my bed and he had this small little picture sized insert from a mystery science theater video. And it had a picture of Joel and the robots in silhouette. And he was studying it. He, He was talking to it. He was folding it, lifting it to the sky and crowing like Peter Pan. He was licking it. He's rubbing it on himself. He was exploring it from every possible angle. And with every possible sensory input, Uh, it was amazing to watch. His little feet were like twirling on the ankles and wriggling and his toes are grabbing at the air. And he was so serious about it. But it was just a, a little video insert. It shouldn't have made anyone that happy, but it made Henry that happy. Another time years ago and now I'm going to out myself here my name is Christy and I was watching the Hillary Duff masterpiece raise your voice it's like an AA meeting only for Hillary Duff movies 
So, okay, I, uh, I was watching the Hillary Duff movie, Raise Your Voice. At the end, with there's a bunch of music, and I stood up with him, and I'm holding him, and we're dancing, and we're bouncing and singing, and he just lit up, um, not just his face, his whole self. It was like his soul exploded like, like a supernova, and it all came out through every single part of his body's body's body his face, his mouth, eyes and ears, nose, fingers and toes. If I watch Doctor Who, okay, if you've ever watched Doctor Who, you've seen the doctor regenerate. It was like that, you guys, only there wasn't like a, you know, you couldn't physically see it, but you could feel the energy coming out of him, just like when the doctor regenerates. It was like down to the cellular level. We were, we danced and I, you know, I'm crying, I'm sobbing, like a great big sobbing thing. And fat tears and snot are dripping down on his face. And he's just staring at me. And he's so smiling and he's touching my face and my tears. It's like he has this special spiritual molecular connection with me. And it exists down deep at the core of our being or something. Maybe it's his forever need for me. I don't know. But I know that it's there. And every now and then we have a moment that is freaking epic. It moves mountains and it changes my soul. He views me with such love and awe and wonder I don't even know what to do with it. I'm not deserving of it. I've done nothing to deserve it. I'm not worthy of it. But it's it's like he's been he he has been gifted with some sort of regeneration pack that he can fill me back up with new breath just by how much he loves me. Uh, whatever. Okay. Another incident was back in um, 2010. We went on vacation to the Wisconsin Dells and we decided to take a jet boat trip with the family. <clears throat> At the time, we didn't know it, but turned out to be Henry's favorite thing in the whole wide world. Okay, a jet boat. It's this big boat with a huge motor and it flies down the river at like 60 miles an hour and then it stops on a dime. Or it does a 360. And when it does either of those things, it a huge wave of water comes and sprays the whole boat. So everyone's soaking wet. And I thought he was going to hate this. We go flying down the river and we hit that first hard stop. And the water comes flying over the front of the boat. And I mean, it's like it all went right on him. And he gasps and he shouts, BATH! <laughs> and y'all we are off he he's now shouting and clapping and squealing and going Wee! all over the place and every time he gets soaked he's um he's shouting at the captain again bath again oh and that was after we first got on the boat and he told the captain aye aye captain arg well anyway i think this boat was like like a seven course meal on a sensory diet for him. 
the boat, it would do the super fast stuff. And then we'd be traveling through a shallower section where we had to go really slow. And I thought he was going to freak out. And, you know, because we stopped going fast and getting wet. But going slower, then it calmed him back down. He would just sit there calmly looking at the water and talking to his hand. Um, But then we'd speed up again and we'd do it again. And his arms and legs would go completely rigid. He knew what was coming. And it was like laser jets are shooting out of his hand, like Iron Man or the doctor. And his face disappears in that grin. And he's like a pig squealing. And then that turns into a huge belly laugh. And it's, it's just amazing. So joy. I, I mean, those are just three real quick examples that I could come up with to try to express what joy is like for Henry. A, a large percentage of the time, I am worn down. I am like a pencil nub just from, you know, now we got to feed him again and change his diaper. And oh, he broke another tablet and the constant jabbering, especially when we're in the car and he just won't stop talking or nothing we're listening to is right for him. Or, you know, trying to constantly be avoid, avoid being hit or kicked or it's, there's no other way to say it. It's fucking exhausting. And it wears you down but then there's this and I'll tell you something I'll take all of that other shit put it in a nice box wrap it up in a bow give it to me and I will dump it over my head in order to have these moments these excitement moments these moments of discovery of joy of experiencing the world in full body. It's, it's amazing. It's simply amazing. And I hope that all of you out there get a chance to experience joy in that way somehow, you know, and if that means it's just coming and watching videos of Henry experiencing joy, you go for it. I'm, I'm here for you. Come live Henry's joy. I'm fine with that. Because it'll, you know, it fills you right back up. And now, I didn't sign up for this. Okay, Uh, honesty time here. I literally forgot the story that I'm about to tell you. When I found it again, I I had to read through the whole thing because I couldn't remember what happened. It wasn't a good one. Let's just say that. This was this was very stressful. Oh, it um I can't remember exactly when it was. It was several years ago. My youngest was born and old enough to get around. My eldest son was old enough to stay home with the two younger boys for a short period of time at least, and my daughter could not drive yet. So, I'm not sure. Um, I had to run out of the house literally for 15 minutes to take her, my daughter to a friend's house. And when I returned, I smelled something that I, here's, here's a recurring theme in my house. I smelled something that I recognized, but could not place. That's just icky. So I go into the dining room to 
put my bag down and I go through the kitchen and there's powder on the floor. And I'm like, oh, what? So as I'm putting the bag down, I see into the dining room and living room and I see there is powder freaking everywhere in big piles, in little piles, tracked by bare feet from here to there on the baseboards. Then I recognized the smell. Gold Bond medicated powder. An entire bottle now decorates every hardwood floor on the first floor of our house. And as I walk over to where the culprit, my youngest son, is hiding in the closet, Henry leaps up, comes over to me, flops down on the floor in the biggest pile of powder and grabs a handful to throw it at me because Christmas, I guess. There were there still aren't words to describe the level of furious I was at that moment. How the hell do I clean this up? I tried to sweep it into piles and that's like trying to gather mercury from a broken thermometer. I tried to grab the vacuum and suck it up the best I could, but all I was able to do was coat the inside of the vacuum wand, the tubes, the HEPA filter, the brushes, and every internal component with a thick yet super fine mist of menthol powder. I had to stop because my Dyson, with the proper amount of suction, was screaming at me. Next stop, cleaning wipes. That'll get it, won't it? Eldest son and I got down on our hands and knees and we wiped the kitchen floor, the dining room floor, and the living room floors with an entire pack of Kirkland cleaning wipes. Next, out came the wood floor cleaner and the microfiber mop. One round, replace the mop head, then another, both mop heads down to wash. The floors are still not clean. There is a white pasty haze that looks like construction is happening in our house or that a cocaine factory exploded. Between every board is a lovely white stripe. Okay, by this time, I'm, I was cursing, I was sweating, and I'm pulsating with rage. Yes, I gave William a spank, which consists of two swats on his diaper-covered bottom, and I put him in timeout on the stairs until the cleaning was finished, for today anyway. I went back to quiz him on what he thought. Yes, it was wrong, he said. Yes, he knew it was wrong, he said. But, he declared indignantly, it got all over my Skylanders. Which, if I'm remembering correctly, were not downstairs. In fact, they were in my bedroom. I ran upstairs to discover that indeed his Skylanders were in my room and also covered in powder, as was every surface in my bedroom because Magic Boy dumped the powder in a running fan, leaving a thin layer of menthol lung coat on my bed, on my dresser, on my curtains, my vanity, my bookshelves, the clean laundry in the basket, the floor, all my books, and my open laptop.
top blown. Mostly because that little dude had no concept of the fact that he did this. The Skylanders are covered in powder because of you. And I'm afraid I didn't respond in the most motherly manner. In fact, my response was a little more towards the area of the way the bellhop in Mel Brooks's High Anxiety responded as he delivered the newspaper to Mel in the shower. If you don't know what I'm referring to, I cut a clip of it and I'm going to put it in at the end so you can hear what I'm talking about. But unfortunately, that was my tone of voice. And I didn't say, here's your paper. I said, are you kidding me? You did this. You did this. So, yeah. So, um, patience, not, not so much. But, but, at least when I fail, I commit to it. Oh, criminy. So that, my dear darlings, was my I didn't sign up for this for this week. I hope you never have to experience something like that. And I hope that you have a fantastic week. Come on over to the Facebook page, log in, say hi. You know, do you have an I didn't sign up for this? Let me know what it is, ideas, anything. Just pop on over, connect, say hi. Send me an email, Christy at idsuftpodcast.com. Have a great week.